You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to this post-Raptors edition of the podcast. I am your host, Ryan Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. Still kind of wondering what the heck happened on that last shot there from Kyle Lowry. I mean, I know he had Draymond Green just coming in at him in a hurry, but... Yeah, I would have thought, like, I know Kawhi had the double team. You you had time running down. Um, I don't know. I think I would have let Van Vliet shoot that instead of passing it off to Kyle. Just with Draymond still free like that. But, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, as much as it sucks to see someone injured, there's no Kevin Durant and no... Kayvon Looney potentially for Golden State. So um, I think Toronto's chances of wrapping up the series with a win went up. And we will see what happens in game six on Wednesday. Um, But that's not why you're here, is it? Um, You're here for Blue Jays talk, of course. And we will have some Blue Jays talk um, inspired by a tweet um, by one of the followers. So Fan Monday, Tuesday, I guess. Just um, it's one a.m. in Halifax when I'm recording this, so technically it will be out on a Monday in Vancouver and Calgary and Edmonton, and I don't know where the line on Mountain Time ends. So sorry. Um. Also, I am I am doing this kind of walking wounded. I played softball for the first time in like three years on the weekend. And I played shortstop because I am that Ryan Goins type with less power. Um, yeah, I went 0 for 4 with three fielders choices, but I scored two runs. Like just base running in front of me wasn't great. And I fell a lot at short. Just, I don't own cleats. And just, I was getting turned around on the dirt so much. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, if I get a call to play again. Hope I do. But yeah, right now my body is just like, why? Why all that physical activity on the weekend? I'm like, because we sat the whole winter because it was too cold. So, um, fighting through it to talk to y'all, fighting through the um the desire to go to sleep and just forget about the final shot of that Raptors game. Um, to talk some uplifting Blue Jay stuff with y'all. And Um, again, I said this was inspired by a tweet that I got. And with, you know, today being the off game and the Arizona series being a complete wash, like just the Diamondbacks just absolutely demolishing. And like, it's, it's not just the Blue Jays. 
Like they they went and hit back to back to back home runs to start the game tonight against Philadelphia. Which thank you, Jarrett Dyson and Kettle Marte, who I have on my fantasy team. Um so I'm glad you're doing it against someone else now. But yeah, just a a miserable series. Um, perfectly encapsulating the Toronto Blue Jays experience as of late. Um, the two best pitchers in the rotation, Stroman and Sanchez, both got torched by Arizona. And then Clayton Richard, just a third inning that Edwin Jackson would look at and say, dang, that sucked. Um, but yeah, it's... It was just, it was just all kind of bad for the Blue Jays. Like, there, um, there was not a lot of joy. It was, um, it was a 22 to 4 drubbing. So, again, offensive issues, rearing their ugly head again, um, Lourdes Gurriel had a good series, which is all right, but just not a lot of positivity to be taken from that series. The, the most positive thing that happened to the Blue Jays um, over the past four days is the news that David Phelps is throwing in Buffalo, so he might be back, and that'll knock someone off the roster. Um, if I had to make a guess... Um, I'd say probably Derek Law gets DFA'd to make room because sadly Edwin Jackson is still necessary for this team. Derek Law is not. So, yeah, I would expect, um, Law to be DFA'd when Phelps is ready and hopefully they can sneak him through waivers, but yeah, just um, just a a bad series. And again, I um I told you this was being based on a tweet that I got from Bobby X at Casablanca Rick, um, who's giving us the topics for today. I'm gonna start with the second one that he sent, um, which is uh, Bobby thinks. The Blue Jays passed the window in trading Sanchez. He looks like a journeyman now. And yeah, that's that's been the big thing with Aaron Sanchez lately in that he's delivered the innings that I think fans were craving. Like, like how many times did he go out there and only pitch like three and a third innings? Like, he's had back-to-back six-inning starts. The problem is they have been not good, which defeats the purpose of being able to pitch six innings. Um, yeah, the Arizona series was just the latest one. Gave up five runs in six innings. Uh, the start before, gave up four runs in six innings. Um, it's it's not been, been a... It's not been the kind of season that I think people expected given the success he had in spring. Um, he's winless in his last eight starts. He's lost six of those. And it, it just seems like a far cry from 
what they expected. He's only got three quality starts this season. Um, his ERA has ballooned from the start of May. It was at 309. It's now 425. And, I mean, you wonder just how much the finger issues played into it that cropped up um, against the White Sox. But Aaron has to figure this out. He has to be able to learn how to use what he has. Um, again, we we thrown the name Al Leiter out. Al Leiter is a pitcher who was with the Blue Jays and had similar issues with his finger and eventually figured it out after he left the Blue Jays. Um, so, like, there's a direct comparison there. For Sanchez, like, the year after he left Toronto, uh, Al Leiter posted a 293 ERA with Florida, you know, back when Florida had good players on their roster. But um, Sanchez is still kind of figuring that out. And to Bobby's point that he looks like a journeyman now, I, I wouldn't completely say that because there are times when you do see the Aaron Sanchez of old. And we, we've already said this season is lost. This is not a season where success is going to be defined by Toronto's win-loss record. <sighs> like that. You know, like if you, if you, <laughs> if you try to, fi- to define success by that, like it's so off the page, like it's in like a Finnish dictionary. But you look at this season for the growth of the players, and we are starting to see growth out of some of these players. Um, you know, like we said, Lourdes Gurriel has been a much better hitter since he's come back up from Buffalo. Teoscar Hernandez has shown a better approach since he's come up from Buffalo. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is in the majors. Um, Kevin Biggio's in the majors, although arguably the way he's been swinging the bat, um, we'll see how long he stays up. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the the big thing is the growth of those younger players. Unfortunately, the Blue Jays do not have the young pitchers to really bring up and and throw to the Wolves, essentially. Again, if Sean Reed Foley can continue to pitch well in Buffalo, he had a really good start last time out. Um, if he can string to that together a little bit, then yeah, maybe he can come up and start learning. But it's about progress. And for... Stroman and Sanchez, it's almost been a bit of a regression. You see Marcus being frustrated with the performance he's he's getting from his teammates, and rightly so, because it's been garbage. But you kind of see it starting to affect his performance. And you saw that, again, in the Arizona series with Marcus's start, where he just got lit up. Which, I mean, that's, that's a phrase of... 2019 for the Blue Jays lit up just repeatedly like it's it's hard to watch that and and feel like there's progress being made you know um like like especially when when you take a start like that 
from Strowman, and and that's probably as bad as I've seen him pitch since um since that stretch in April where he had like an eight eighty eight ERA by the end of it. So hopefully he's able to bounce back. Um, the Blue Jays get Baltimore next, so. I mean, that seems like a pretty good cure for whatever ails. And, like, I know I saw an article earlier today about, oh, Baltimore's turning it around. Sure, Jan, sure. Um, But, yeah, hopefully we get to enjoy these three games against Baltimore before, you know, the Blue Jays travel to Houston and probably have the same thing that happened as the Arizona series and the Tampa Bay series and the Colorado series. And it just happens all over again. So let's try to enjoy the trip to Camden Yards. Um, We will discuss a kind of broader picture on the Blue Jays right after this break. But first, just a reminder that Today or tonight or whenever you're listening to this podcast, whenever it's brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Doesn't matter if Brendan is going off to like the Galapagos Islands and he found a, a tortoise and is riding it, you know, like a mechanical bull and it somehow bucked him. Don't hate like it. Book your own with Hotels.com and you can be the one getting thrown by a giant tortoise. And you'll get rewarded for it basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. You are Locked On Blue Jays. Your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. We are back. Um, I said we were going to go broader view in the second half, and that pertains to the first part of Bobby's tweet, actually. Um, And Bobby asked if I thought that Mark Shapiro or Ross Atkins should be replaced. Their attendance is going to be probably close to franchise low. It's already tanked. Um, I don't think they should be replaced, and I don't think the Blue Jays think they should be replaced either, given that Ross Atkins just got an extension with the team. Um, Given that what they've had to work with, um, I judge Mark and Ross in their ability to accumulate talent with the assets they have. And... Um, we actually talked about this um, in the Jays from the Couch.com Slack. And what we've seen are a lot of good, like, smaller trades from this front office. Admittedly, probably the best one they've done. Um, just from a an objective... Like, there, there have been good ones to, like, bring talent in. Like, trading uh, Drew Hutchinson and... and getting Francisco Liriano along with, you know, Reese McGuire and Harold Ramirez. And I'd like to forget Harold Ramirez is doing things in Miami right now, but I can't. Um, But then flipping Liriano to get Teoscar Hernandez or um, flipping Joe Smith and using their knowledge of Cleveland's organization to get Thomas Pannone and Samad Taylor. Um, Being unable 
being able to identify guys they want. Santiago Espinal has been really good in New Hampshire. He's the guy they got for Steve Pierce. Jacob Wogsback looked all right in his MLB debut. He's the guy they got for Aaron Loop. So they've done a good job on these little trades. But the problem is that a lot of people are going to judge them by their biggest trades. And their biggest trades were Jay Happ going for Brandon Drury and Billy McKinney, who have not taken those steps forward, really, that Blue Jays fans would like to see. Drury's been all right, but he hasn't done anything to lock down an everyday job. But the biggest one is the Josh Donaldson deal. And how many Blue Jays fans thought, like, oh, we have an MVP. Like, I mean, if the Raptors got Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan. I know this happened before. Um, actually, did it happen before? I I can't really remember when the Kawhi trade went down. But, I mean, the Raptors traded DeMar DeRozan. And... Um, yeah, it was July 18th, so it would have been after that. So, yeah, Blue Jays fans look at that Kawhi deal, and they think, all right, well, we got an MVP. We should get, be able to get someone good like that, uh, or some real good young talent. And they got Julian Merriweather after the trade deadline and on the waiver deal line. And... <laughs> The fact is that Julian Merriweather hasn't thrown a pitch yet for the Blue Jays. He's working on it, and he's been throwing bullpen sessions where apparently he can hit 100, which is pretty good. I would like to see a 100-mile-an-hour thrower on this Blue Jays team, especially since it's likely that the 100-mile-an-hour thrower already on this team probably will not be on this team by the time August rolls around, which makes me sad, but... When you don't have anything to show for trading your MVP, it tends to paint you in a negative light. And this is a city that's been burned by hockey GMs and basketball GMs trading away star talent and getting peanuts in return. Like Vince Carter was traded for like a, a box of spare parts that they were told to assemble into a player and they got like a generic Williams so that doesn't help their portrait in Toronto, but it's it's a long rebuild. They didn't fire the GM in Houston uh, because he had a hundred loss season because you have to look at the long term with this team. And admittedly, this is going to be a big, uh, big summer in how we judge. Uh, Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins, they are starting to have their talent emerge from the minors. Kevin Biggio was a first. He will not be the last. Um, But what they do with the assets they have now, the packages that they get for an Aaron Sanchez, for a Marcus Stroman, for a Ken Giles, even for a Justin Smoke or a Freddie Galvis or an Eric Sogard, if they manage to trade those pieces off, Daniel Hudson. That is going to go a long way. And if they can use that to fill gaps or acquire more young talent that can help this team, as opposed to like the Kevin Pillar deal where, congrats, you got two guys who were DFA'd and a pitcher who's struggling in single A. 
So it it's going to be based on that. And I, I wouldn't really worry about the attendance thing. Fans knew this was going to be a bad team. The Raptors are still playing as been a running theme for this episode. Attendance was always going to be down. So I'm not too worried about that. Toronto is a team is a city that likes its winners and will not support a team that continues to lose. So the attendance will probably be down and Rogers will have to take it. And hopefully they are patient like the ownership groups in Houston and Chicago were previously. If they can prove they can do what they need to do and get the talent that that can be brought in and and start producing then they will have earned that extension but if it comes to like the end of 2021 and they're still below 80 wins then yeah that'll be it for them and the blue jays will be back in the wilderness and that will be fun to talk about but we will talk about it probably later today because we're at the end of this podcast i've gone over um you know just uh just extra content for waiting with me through that shot anyway um just a reminder if you want to get in touch with me like bobby did and have your your ideas discussed on this podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at neoac18. That's neoac18. You can follow the podcast at Locked On Jays on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do. It helps us out. Um, I recommend Himalaya. I have it downloaded on my phone. It's a streaming podcast server that's free and easy to use. It's got like all the podcasts. I I thought I broke my iPod by dunking it in the bathtub the other day. So I was, I was frantically trying to find all the podcasts that I had stashed on there. And Himalaya had them all. So um, thankfully, a day spent in the Basmati Rice revived my iPod, but now I have Himalaya too. So I might just start using that and just let the iPod sit away from the bathtub in the future. Anyway, check Himalaya out. Um, you can subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe and get in on this because, I mean, these interactions are they're what are going to get us all through the season. So I hope you keep interacting with me and for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and at jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm still Ryan Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.